following program is brought to you in living color. My dear guests, I am Mr. Rourke, your host. Welcome to Retrospectrum. The Dukes of Hazard will not be televised this evening in order that we may bring you the following special presentation. The role of Dan Randall is now being played by Ron LaPlume. A time-honored Thanksgiving tradition, Black Friday. Black and Blue Friday. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the most wonderful day of the year. Shoppers turning on other shoppers. Everyone's misbehaving for Black Friday, saving so much for good cheer. One guy threatened to stab people. frenzy led to all kinds of wild scenes in shopping malls across the U.S. Rolling over discounted merchandise. Crushed workers and shoppers. Pushing and shoving. Lunging and grabbing. Shootings at stores. Shop till you drop for millions. Police officers having to step in. I've never seen anything like it. I hope I live to see this Christmas day. When you save money, you're always happy. This is Black Friday in America. Tonight's episode of Retro Spectrum Radio is dedicated to the memory of Ben Carnahan. Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. I'm a king of rock, the is none higher. Some MCs to call me sire. To burn my kingdom, you must choose fire. I won't stop rock until I retire. Now we rock the party, pick up correct. All circle on top and rock connect. Got the right to go and to elect. And other rappers can't stand up, but give us respect.
95.3 FM, WMNH Retro Spectrum Radio with Polly C. And uh, WMNHradio.org. If you're listening right now, thank you. Good evening. It's Black Friday. Black Friday. Steve, can you name a band who sings a song called Black Friday? Steely Dan. <laughs> does it? Is it me or does it Steve always sound like you just he just rolled over to answer your question? Like <laughs> he's like in bed chilling, <laughs> probably watching uh, MTV or dozing off. Right. <laughs> Steely Dan. That would explain the snoring. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, uh, if you're listening in Manchester or if you're listening abroad. Uh, and when I mean abroad, I'm talking about, you know, places like Italy. I got some uh, response from somebody tonight in the uh, chat room. Earlier today, I should say. Somebody from Africa. I can't remember the, the place he said, but like, we have listeners in Africa, Matt. Yeah, we have two places from there already. Yeah, so this is like the third. Cool. We're big in Africa. We also have listeners in Australia, New Zealand, Rio de Janeiro. We have tons in Canada. So thank you, wherever you are. If you're around the corner or around the globe, thanks for joining us this evening. I like that. If you're around the corner or around the globe, I like that. Or up your block, man. Oh, well, yeah. That sounds aggressive. That's right. (laughs) Uh, meant with enthusiasm, not aggression. Thank goodness. It is the holidays. Yeah. So back in the day, oh, probably about 30, 35 years ago, I met this dude named Ben. He was one of my little brother's friends because he was my little brother John's age. And John and I, uh, we hung around with a lot of the same people. We were like the... Manchester hooks that version of uh, Beverly Hills 90210, man. Really? We were Beverly Hills 03104. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and uh, there were a big group of us that hung out, and uh, you know, Ben was uh, prominent in that group, along with many other uh, close friends. Which character was he? He was, uh, let me see, uh, some would have called him the Monchichi. So I was going to say, you obviously right. were Dylan McKay. I was name? Dylan McKay. Is that his name? Dylan you really McKay? Pick, yeah, yeah, uh. I think so. I think it was Dylan McLeod or something. I don't know. Anyway. Morning show Jesus would know because he's a pro at uh, Beverly Hills 902. Is he good with the trivia on there? And uh, good evening uh, to people in our chat, including Doug Moore, who's listening. Uh, he was a co-worker of Ben Carnahan. Ah. And uh, he, too, uh, remembers Ben Uh in a lot of great ways. Ben was, I got to tell you, it's, it's cliche when somebody dies. You always hear this all the time, but I got to tell you, Billy Joel was right. Only the good die young because you always hear these stories and Ben is no different. Ben was one of the nicest guys I have ever met in my life. You wanted him in the room, especially when we're all hanging out in our big group. If Ben wasn't there, there was something lacking because Ben liked to laugh and he was easy to make laugh. And when you laughed at him for whatever, you know, like Monchichi, like I was just saying, there was a period of time in the 80s where 
he had this mad mullet going on, and he, <laughs> and he he and his hair was like it pointed straight up, but it was thick and plush. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was almost like a Rod mm-hmm. Stewart in the early '80s kind of hair. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of it, but and he had the perfect hairline in the front on his forehead. And everybody started calling him Monchichi. Oh, really? It's just that's something I've always remembered. Because, you know, like Monchichi, Ben was so coft, uh, soft and cuddly. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so you were very close. Yes, we were very close. And he worked at D'Angelo right here in Manchester with my brother John and my other good friend who's no longer here with us, Chris Barron. Mm. It's just, and, uh, you know, all these guys are dying too fast. That, uh, and I miss Ben. Ben was great. Had you seen funny, him? Funny did bastard. You, did you see him recently? Did you? Did he you actually keep in touch? showed up at my uh, father's funeral two years ago. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, okay. and he was. Yeah, I mean, he seemed to be doing great, and yeah, he was Ben, and you know, it was nice to see him. It was comforting to see an old friend. Mm. I probably hadn't seen him in a few years before that. You know, as time goes on, you you know, Ben got by. You know, he has kids and stuff. You know, yeah, life yeah. goes on. Yeah, this was back in the day where you know every year when. You know, we we're all in our early 20s, you know, 25 and lower. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I was, you know, a couple years older than Ben. And we'd hang out at our friend Rob Ricard's house and, you know, Dan, his little brother. And we'd all be hanging out. And this would be like a, a, a almost a weekly thing. We'd go from whoever's house we could go party at and just all hang out together. Mm-hmm. And every year we would have a Christmas party. Uh, and there was a gift that kept on going around for years and years, which was, you know, the ugly gift. Uh, I remember it being some kind of porcelain or, or or brass wall hanging of of chickens or something. I don't remember it was just land or a mushroom <laughs> or something it was just really ugly yeah and every year somebody got stuck with that thing and every year I would read a Christmas story but you know back in 1989 at my good friend Rob's house we were all hanging out and Ben was there too I went into the kitchen with my girlfriend at the time and I just sat there and I I started doodling while I was sipping on my uh, southern comfort man Mm-hmm. I was doodling um, uh, words to like a, a parody of "Twas the Night Before Christmas," and I included the people that were sitting there in the room with us. Yeah, and, and the story and uh, oh, cool. It was one page, and I read it to everybody, and it seemed to be a hit. So the next year, it went to three pages, and then the year <laughs> after that, it went to seven pages, all the way up until the very last one. I think I believe was in 1996. Uh, I, I I think the the thing was uh, like 22 pages. And every year there was a different story of what was happening. You know what I mean? So like one year Santa Claus showed up at our party and he was too drunk to go any further. So we had to deliver the presents for, <laughs> for Santa that year. Yeah. And everybody oh. was included in the, in, in the story. And it was fun. We did that every year. And uh, Ben was just so cool to hang out with. And he was funny. Uh, and he's, he's just really, really missed. I, I see it out on social media. It's painful. It's painful to see Dan go. And, you know, the place where we all hung out over at Rob's house, like I was telling, he's gone too. Wow. So, well, these guys are younger than me. Yeah. But anyway, I'm dedicating tonight's show to my good friend, Ben. And while I'm at it, I might as well dedicate it to Rob and Christopher and Kevin and Mike and all the other guys that are no longer here that were hanging out in that group with us. And it's kind of hard to swallow that they're gone all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, we'll dedicate, and they were all into rock and roll. You know, whenever we had parties, I was pretty much the one who, whether they liked it or not, I'd be in charge of the music. Right. Uh, so you were the DJ back right. then. And uh, I remember these guys just, uh, he, 
he loved rock and roll, man, and he he dressed for the occasion too. Cool. He was one of those guys that had the uh, the denim jacket with the the, the rat. I, he might have had like a rat patch on the uh, pocket, <laughs> yeah, or white snake. Yeah, he was yeah. totally into it. I think he loved docking. Yeah, uh, which we don't we don't have any that of that tonight, Matt, oh. because I hate docking. Oh, do you really? <laughs> Whether Ben loved docking or not, I don't. I'm I'm not playing docking, Ben. I'm you're, sorry. You're not a dream warrior. You're apparently. listening up there in heaven, dude. I'm sorry. There's no docking time, and you know that. You know every time you stepped in my car, I, I was I wasn't playing the docking. That was Rob <laughs> stuff. Rob and Ben with the docking. On a sleepless night is a great song. In my dreams, you're still the same. It's like, all right, can we change the station? But anyway, let's uh, do some rock and roll tonight. We are yeah. going to mute Facebook. So stay with us in Facebook. We will be chatting. And Ron LaPlume with us here tonight. Hello, Ron. Hello, guys. Uh, nice to have you here, buddy. Thank Happy you. Happy holidays. You too, sir. Good. Did you get the uh, Atari 2600 uh, on sale today like you told me you wanted to get over at the Caldor? <laughs> no, I'll get it tomorrow. All right. Cool. Well, Black Friday's ending soon. Tomorrow Saturday. It would be a uh, blue Saturday tomorrow. And oh. then on Sunday, what colors are going to be? Matt? Uh, Sunday, it will right. be yellow. Okay, yellow Sunday. Well, in the meantime, uh, let's do some rock and roll. Like I said, we're going to mute Facebook. But pull up another web browser and go to WMNHradio.org. And when you're there, you're going to see a nifty little button that says listen live. And when you click on that, that's exactly what happens, right, DJ Steve? Right. You All of a sudden, you're hearing this glorious music, whether in your car or at home. Mm-hmm. I would suggest putting on some headphones tonight, by the way, if you're home. If you're in your car, just blast it. Out on a boat in the Caribbean somewhere. Right. Or if you're on a beach in the in uh, Rio de Janeiro. Yeah, or those islands that they listen to us uh, off the coast of Hawaii. Every single one of these songs tonight has the word rock and roll in its title, or rock, not just not rock and roll, just rock. Mm. There are many with rock and roll in it, but yes, the thing is, is that because uh, you know these guys all loved rock so much that I decided to throw together a show of so- of songs that I remember we'd all listen to, and and you know, uh, you know, including a lot of '80s and uh, early '90s stuff. But I've also uh, covered five decades, Matt. Rock tunes from the 50s all the way through the 90s. So we are going to fire up the uh, the Kendra mobile, right? Our yep. time machine DJ. We're speed. ready to go. I noticed you waxed it again. I want, it was a, we were just in the mood to make it a little spiffy tonight. Sure. We just had a good evening to Carol and all of the people in, uh, in Facebook. Who's in there, Matt? I can't scroll down. Tom Blanchard. Doug Moore, Carol, yep. Zawarowitz. Jenny is in there, of course. Jenny, and we, of course, have Melanie and Jason I saw in there. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. DJ Steve is in there. Yes, he Oh, is. really? I see that. And mm. I'm in there. How yeah. interesting. Very, very interesting. Who used to say that on Laugh-In? But stupid. Um, Henry Gibson. Right, but what was the guy's name in real life? <laughs> what's, the, what's the guy's name? No, no, no. He did, he was the guy who played opposite Ruth Buzzy in a lot of skits. What was the guy, the, the glasses? It was Henry Gibson. No, it might have been a character's name on the show. That's not the guy I'm talking about. Somebody out hmm. there will know. Carol will know. <laughs> who did you even say? Who? Henry Gibson. Who's Henry Gibson? <laughs> who is Henry Gibson? I've never even heard of the dude. Was he on Laughing? Was he the guy that said very interesting but stupid? Same same person, same. Mm-hmm. So wasn't that the character's name? 
Was it, there's a guy that played yeah, I him. Could. Right? I don't know. You're going way back on for me. Throwing me out. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Well, I thought that was the guy who owns uh, Gibson's bookstore. Right. Uh, <laughs> That's who I thought you guys were talking about. All right. We are going to mute Facebook. Go to WMNHradio.org. <laughs> Click on Listen Live and stay in Facebook. <laughs> we're uh, going to go ahead and fire up this time machine and we're going to play a whole bunch of rock. Yep. Uh, good evening. system for the sound suppression water will be armed in just a couple seconds from now it has been armed t-minus 45 seconds and counting t-minus 40 seconds and counting the development flight instrumentation recorders are on t-minus 35 seconds we're just a few seconds away from switching to the redundant sense sequencer T-minus 27 seconds. We have gone for redundant set sequencer start. T-minus 20 seconds and counting. T-minus 15, 14, 13. T-minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4. We've gone for main engine start. We have main engine start. Gentlemen, rock and roll. in detention today immediately after school in the basement what do you think you're doing twisted sister what kind of a man desecrates a defenseless textbook i got a good mind to slap your fat face you are destroying your life with that, that, that garbage. All right, Mr. Sister, I want you to tell me. No, better yet, stand up and tell the class. What do you want to do with your life? I want to rock.
Fonzie. Hey! One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock. We're gonna rock around the clock tonight. What you should right so join me home. We'll have some fun when the clock strikes one. We're gonna rock around the clock tonight. We're gonna rock, rock, rock. Making me thirsty. Come on down to the Hop Knot at 1000 Elm Street, Manchester's premier craft beer and gourmet pretzel bar. Tell us more, Trudy. We make our dough fresh every day. We make a variety of styles of pretzels and serve craft beer, cocktails, and a few bottles of wine. We do the traditional pretzel and we have multiple flavors for that. We also do stuffed pretzels, pretzel sandwiches, free dessert pretzels, and pretzel knots. The Hop Knot in the Brady Sullivan Plaza at 1000 Elm Street. Bring your kitchen to life with Queen City Cabinetry, located at 87 Elm Street in the historic Sunbeam Mall in Manchester. Open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. and Saturdays, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. They can be reached at 603-222-2007 or on the web at queencitycabinetry.com. NH.com. Come see the possibilities. Queen City Cabinetry, another proud sponsor of WMNH. Diz's Cafe is the place to put a smile on your face. Judy and the crew will take care of you. Bring your appetite and treat your taste buds right. Diz's Cafe is always a winning choice. Breakfast, lunch, or supper. Diz's Cafe at 860 Elm Street in downtown Manchester. Dine in, take out, or make a reservation. Call 603-606-2532. Eat, drink, and be happy. Diz's Cafe. Clementos, Pizzeria, family-friendly, awesome for a date night. Clementos, Pizzeria. 
for delivery, call 603-782-8450. Comitos Pizzeria, the best pizza in town. 1875 South Willow Street in Manchester, New Hampshire. Best cocktails around. Come in as friends and leave as family. This hour on WMNH is sponsored by CGI Business Solutions, located at 5 Dartmouth Drive in Auburn. They serve all your business needs, including employee benefits planning, corporate design and business administration, investments and wealth management, and customized business insurance solutions. Their phone number is 866-841-4600 or on the web at cgibusinesssolutions.com. Spectrum Radio with Policy on WMNH, Manchester. When I was a little boy, the devil called my name. I say now, who do? Who do you think you're fooling? I'm a consecrated boy. Singer in Sunday choir.
He's an all-time all-American grade-A creep, besides being a jerk, a goof, and a double dingbat.
music. More fun. Is this the first time you've eaten beaver? This is my first beaver. Mm. Mm, thank you. I love I'm it. I'm surprised more people aren't eating beaver. Genau das war sein Flair, er war ein Virtuose, war ein Rocky-Doll und alles ruft noch heute Captain Rock me up,
Spectrum Radio. Tonight's the night we'll make history. As sure as dogs can fly. And I'll take any risk to tie back the hands of time. And stay with you here tonight. So take your seats and don't be late. We need your spirits high. Brighten the darkest skies Here at the Paradise
their musicianship is incredible. Got it. 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 I don't know. It's time to adjust your thinking caps and shut the f up. Let's all play. Name that nine at nine. Got it. 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 I don't know. FM WMNH Retro Spectrum Radio with Polly C on your FM dial or WMNHradio.org for your listening enjoyment this evening. We're featuring rock titles and uh, paying tribute to our good friend Ben Carnahan. I hope you're uh, enjoying the show so far. We certainly are. We've been having a bunch of laughs and we're jamming here and uh, having a great time. Steve's telling us uh, endless stories about concerts he's seen. Right, Steve? Sometimes. A song comes on (laughs) that reminds you of a flashback, and you talk about the time you saw them live, right? Yes, sometimes. All over the song. No. I haven't even been listening to his stories tonight. No offense, Steve, but I've been researching the Hall & Oates lawsuit. Ah. (laughs) What? (laughs) You didn't know about this? Why are you digressing? I don't care. We're not talking about them right now. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm <laughs> well, thanks for doing something else. Other than Thank you, Matt. Misha. I can't help. I can't tear myself away from it. Matt's over. It's fascinating uh, to me. Yeah. Matt's uh, on rollingstone.com. And we have uh, Ron LaPlume on the couch tonight, filling in for uh, Tony and Mike Pelopita and Dan. Well, uh, Ron, it's impressive. You can fill in for all three. Yeah. How are you, Ron? Thank you. Awesome. Good to have you here. Ron, I noticed your microphone is really far away from you. Yeah, not anymore. How about that? Not anymore. Thank you, Matt. Excellent. (laughs) I gave up on that a while back. (laughs) Good thing. All right, so we are going to do the uh, Nine at Nine. Nine riffs. These guys think they know what it is uh, that song title is. They'll shout out that they got it. And they can take a stab at uh, guessing who the band is as well, as well and getting another point. If they uh, don't know the name of the band, then they can uh, pass on that. And uh, Matt can try, or Steve can try, if the other one doesn't know who the band is. And also earn a point. Ooh. Here is the uh, first riff. <clears throat> Good luck to both of you. Thank you. All three Thank of you. you. Mm. Right, Ron, you going to play? No, you're not playing. Oh, he's not playing. Right. Good luck to both of you. Okay. Got it. Ooh. Um, sorry, Matt. DJ Steve said it first. I know. What's the name of the song? Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo. And who is the artist? Rick Darren. Steve starts with two points. Yeah, that's what it is. You know what my favorite Rick Derringer song is, don't you? Do you have one? I do. Which one? Real American, Paul Hogan's theme. Oh, yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, Steve is uh, absolutely correct. This is uh, Rick Derringer from 1973. It was first recorded in 78 by Johnny Winter. And I heard yep. that. He actually wrote it for him. It, it is so good. It is. It's so good. We're we're going to be featuring. I'm not. I didn't want to play it tonight, Matt, because yeah. 
We have another upcoming installment of original versions of famous songs. Cool. And this, this one, and you know what? The cool thing is, I've been building the folder. Is I've been doing research uh, on the other shows every week. I'm discovering that songs that were playing on past episodes had like original versions, hmm. and uh, I've been throwing them in a folder. And we're, where I've got 17 so far, so we need about 10 more, and we'll have another episode of uh, original versions. Nice, like volume five. Huh. Since we started, very good, Steve. Thank you. Uh, Derringer actually uh, did his version of it because when it was first recorded by Johnny Winter in 1970, uh, Der- uh, Derringer was a member of Johnny Winter's band. Yep, Johnny oh. Winter and he called it. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yep. I have that album. You <laughs> <laughs> sat in with them, didn't you? No, I'd love to. Have. Uh, all right, let's move on. Don't get him yeah. going, Matt. Two points for Steve. Matt, you know what? He's going to get another two points right here. I'm, and I apologize. I, you know, I, I was hoping that uh, Tony would be here tonight because, you know, it would be more of a challenge. Hey, to... it's only the first one. I'm talking about this next one I'm about to play, Sailor. Yeah. But Tony couldn't make it. And Tony, don't, if you're listening, dude, it's no problem, man. You can come again next week. It happens. I understand that you and Pella Peter are like kind of going steady now. And he's not here either. <laughs> and you guys call or text me, you know, 15 minutes apart. So I know, I know the, the, the drill. Do you think they're, uh, do you think they're committing organized crime together? No, no. I oh. think what they're actually doing is, um, I just wondered cause there's, they have, there's something common about their last names, but no, yeah. I think they're over at the red arrow right now, uh, mm. sharing out one frap with two straws. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I think. Hmm. All right. Ready for riff number two. Ready. Ready. It's 95.3 FM WMNH WMNH radio.org retro spectrum radio with Polly C. Good evening. Here's the next riff. Got it. Steve, just say got it. Sorry. <laughs> got it. All right. Uh, okay, Steve, you said you got it. What's the name of the song? Rocky Mountain Way. Who is the artist? Joe Walsh. Nice. Two more points for DJ Steve. Mm. My hero, by the way. Wow. Mine, too. One of mine. Uh, Joe Walsh doing Rocky Mountain Way. Oh, I thought you were saying Steve was your hero. <laughs> no, he is. DJ Steve. <laughs> I mentioned that in you and Dan and uh, my friend Scott on Facebook the other night. Yeah. Well, I, I thought you meant... Love all, love I thought all you four. meant DJ Steve, and then he said me too, and then I realized, oh, you both meant Joe Walsh. But you actually did mean DJ Steve. Yeah, I meant DJ Steve. Wow. <laughs> uh, this is from... Uh, what album is this one from, Steve? Um, Barnstorm. <laughs> This is from the album The Smoker You Drink, The Player You Get. (laughs) Walsh appeared in in an interview with Howard Stern back in uh, 2012. And he said, this is how he got the lyrics to this song, which is great. I remember seeing this interview. He said, quote, I'm living in Colorado and mowing my lawn. I look up and there's the front range of the Rocky Mountains staring at me. And there's no snow on them yet because it's summer. And it knocked me back because I was just, it was just so beautiful to see. And he thought, well, I have committed. I'm ready to, I'm already in Colorado and it's too late 
at this point to regret the James gang. Apparently there were some resentments there. Ah. Uh, the Rocky Mountain Way is better than the way I had because the music was better. And boom, I got the word. For this song right here. So Joe was inspired by this song when he was mowing his lawn. Mm-hmm. All right, that, that version's making like a rattle in there that's driving me nuts. So Rocky Mountain Way. Two more points for Steve. And his uh, episode on uh, Live at Daryl's House is uh, phenomenal. It is. I think it's one of their best. Excellent. When they're doing uh, Life's Been Good. Joe mm-hmm. Walsh and Daryl Hall going back and forth on the lyrics on that. Fantastic, Matt. Fantastic. They're having a lot of fun with that one. Ready for number three? Yes. Ready. Matt, ready? Yeah, yeah. I'll give you a hint. That was from the mid-80s. Uh, huh. <laughs> uh, it's not even familiar to me. Uh, heavy rotation on MTV. Oh. I'm going to play it another uh, another time. One more time. <laughs> um, oh, got it. DJ Steve, what is the name of the song? Good Rockin' Tonight. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Oh. You lose a point. Matt, I can play it one more time. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I'm probably wrong, but um, um, I'm gonna roll the dice. You got it. Jump, jive, and whale. <sighs> that's a yeah. No, that's not it, Matt. No, you know the song I was thinking of, though. Obviously, by yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. That, was that the Squirrel Nut Zippers or something? No, but way before that. No, that was uh, the Stray Cats. Oh, okay. Brian sets a orchestra. No, oh the, yeah. Well, same thing. Is the guy that's <laughs> is the guy that sings this the one that did rum, mumbo number five? No. No. Okay. No. Mm. No. He uh the guy who uh does that song actually sang Stairway to Heaven. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh jeez. Yes. Wow. The song is called Rockin' at Midnight. Uh, what did, what did by you the say? Honey Drippers. He said, good Rockin' Tonight. Oh, Good Rockin' because Tonight. Because it is, good, it good is rockin sung tonight. in... It's, a very, it's kind of a variation of that song. What song did you call it? Good Rockin' Tonight. Steve is absolutely correct with the uh, original version from 1947. Well, that right. makes sense. Do you know who the was, musician is? From the, from the original the from 47. I don't remember. 1947 right here. Roy Brown. Okay. So it's even been covered pretty heavily. But the actual Honey Drippers title is not called uh, Good Rockin' Tonight. Right, it's not. Good Rockin' Tonight. Well, if you think about it, Robert Plant's used, used to uh, just uh, plagiarizing other people. That, ne- that never went away, actually, when he left Zeppelin. Right, that's what I mean. Moved yeah. on to the Honey Drippers. Yeah, he just, uh, at least he's consistent. And Sammy Hagar did a cover of Good Rockin' Tonight, Good Rockin' Tonight with Montrose. Yeah. I will just change the name. No one will notice. <laughs> right. <laughs> if we, instead of saying there's good rockin' tonight, we'll say there's good rock until midnight. 
Yeah. Oh, we'll be rocking at midnight. Don't be afraid, I'll do you no harm. I want you to bring my rocking shoes, cause tonight I'm gonna rock away all my blues. I heard there's good rocking tonight. Yeah. Well, you're rocking tonight. No, no one will notice. Guilty. <laughs> That's what we always say in Zeppelin. No one will notice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that was their motto. <laughs> this album didn't right. do much for me. Me neither. I, I was not into the Honey Drippers. I liked it. <laughs> I didn't mind it. I played it many times. Got paid to uh, play it at weddings. Endlessly uh, sea of love. Oh, God. Mm. Oh, that song was a massive hit. Couldn't get away from it. And I, I liked hated it. it. I have good memories of it. That's why. Oh, dear I Lord. I was like 21, 22 years old, and I was just meeting a lot of people being a DJ in Boston. Uh-huh. And I remember that song. Yeah. Yep. Fondly, Matt. Mm-hmm. I understand. Fondly, DJ Steve. Right. What about Ron? Fondly, Ron. Mm. Hey. <laughs> hey now. Yeah. So so what? I got a point for that, right? You I, did. I, I so now so. I have two points. DJ Steve has three because you lost the point. Yeah. And Matt, you have negative one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I know who's going this way when I, oh. I I was predicting it. Matt, you're all over this, but DJ Steve as well. Okay. Early '80s. You are both extremely familiar with this one on two for two different reasons. Okay. But you'll both know it. Okay. All right. Don't yell into the mic, please. All right. You'll lose seven points if you <laughs> yell in the mic. I'm just kidding. Just say got it. Relax. Got it. Matt, what is the name of that song? Ah, uh, Leah. Do you want to take a stab at the artist? Donnie Iris. Two points from that. Steve, when I hear this song, I just, it reeks of Happy Wheels memories for it me. It certainly does. Oh, man. Uh-huh. I, I remember hearing this and loving it. It was one of my favorites when you played this at Happy Wheels. There is, for anyone who likes this song, maybe you've seen it on YouTube, from 1981, there's a live performance of this from some arena, and it's really good. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is. It's really good. Mm. Was their musicianship incredible? Their yes. musicianship was incredible. <laughs> yes. 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 Big song over at the Happy Wheel. Mm-hmm. I still like it. Oh, yeah. Love it. We're going to give Matt two points for that, which brings you to one point, Matt. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, that was an easy one for me. That, that's probably my top top 30 of all-time favorite songs. Right. And I remember that. And that's and I, and I remember that Steve played it all the time. So when I picked mm-hmm. that one, I'm like, mm. ooh, this one could be interesting. Yep. Yeah. So it came down to timing. 
All right. This song is going to bring you into the uh, early to mid-90s. Okay. All right. Best of luck. We've got Matt with one, myself with two, and DJ Steve with three. Mm. Here's riff number six. Good luck to both of you. Ron, this is still time. Got it. Got- yeah. Ron, uh, I'm sorry. Matt, what is the name of the song? Be careful with that title. Uh-oh. That's a problem. And I cannot play the riff again. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's a problem. The title's a problem. I shouldn't have ah, I shouldn't have gone for it. <laughs> because honestly, I could sit here and play the entire song in my head, mm-hmm. all hear all the lyrics, but I don't have the damn title. All right, Matt. Well, you lose a point for that, which brings you to zero. Because Stone... Oh, never mind. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. Oh. He knows. No, he knows. It doesn't do, you, even do you know the name of the song? Doesn't even DJ matter. DJ Steve, he doesn't know the name of the song either. No, but he I'm knows. I'm going to get another point. Doesn't well, matter if he knows the band I, or I, not. I, I, can't, if he doesn't know the song title, he's not going to get a point. Right. I'll play it again for you, all Steve. All right. Matt, I'm sorry, you're at zero. Yeah. Yeah. Now, remember, if you blurt out the band, you lose two points instantly. Right. I'm going to go out on a limb on this one. All right. Because it's in the song title. All right, and you have three points to play with. All right. I'm a creep. (laughs) All right. We will give you that because the title of the song is Creep. That's what I thought, and but I who, wasn't sure if there was an I'm on uh, All right, all it. right. We don't need a soliloquy. What's the name of the band? Stone Temple Pilots. All right, thank you. You get two points for that. Steve. Yeah, because they were one of those bands in the, the grunge era that, that uh, they, would, they would pick song titles that were not actually part of the lyrics. Right. Because I, I don't think that word appears anywhere yeah, in the lyrics of the song. They are, yeah. Mm-hmm. She tells me... She what tells is the lyric? Me I'm a creep. Yeah, that's what it is. She. Oh, that is in there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey, did you just say soliloquied? I never heard that word. Well, no, he's in the middle of answering a, no, a, I knew why. a question. That's all. So, yeah. solo- soliloquy. Solo- yeah, I soliloquy. never heard that word. Soliloquy. It's something that happened in Shakespeare all the time. <laughs> right? Soliloquies? Okay. That, goes back Hamlet. To, that goes back to Egyptian times. Really? Mm-hmm. Steve looks at me sometimes like he wants to strangle me, and I'm sorry, Steve. No. I'm sorry you feel that way. No. I love you. Right. Yes, but he wants to strangle you. Yes. No, I don't. It seems yes. like it's, it's love hate with you. Why would I want to strangle you? You scare me. Some you you're like you give me a look like if he keeps <laughs> yeah. this up, I'm never coming back. I've seen it too. I, I always really? get that look from him. Yeah, sometimes Steve... and sometimes he'll leave his headphones on when mm-hmm. the music comes up. Yeah, yeah. And we're all talking. But when you look at him, right, like there's murder in his face. <laughs> you can see it. He doesn't think we're on to him. The face of murder. Meanwhile, the Clementos commercials blaring, and mm-hmm. we're all sitting here talking. And Steve's like got the headphones on, looking at his phone. Mm-hmm. Like he wants no part of me mm-hmm. or us, right? Because of the, the last, you know, stuff we were talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yep. Anyway, we love you, Steve. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Don't ki- please don't kill us. No, right, I here, won't. Here's okay. the yeah. Please don't kill us. You're off the hook tonight. <laughs> the hook. The hook. Like a salmon. Oh my goodness. All right. Here's uh Here's number seven. All right. This is gonna go. Let's go back to the uh, mid '80s with this one. Mid to late 80s, I'm going to say. Okay. In fact, I have the information right here in front of me. 
Well, these are just, to you. <laughs> these are just so not in order. What do you mean? Order? Why would they? I'm not playing them in order. Oh. Oh my goodness! I skipped. All right, I I skipped one. All right. So number seven, five was actually number four. Oh. So I'm sorry. Now I'm going to play number four. And so Aliyah was actually number five, <laughs> okay. and I skipped number four. So now we're going to do number four. That just threw me off a moment. Oh. Mm -hmm. Sorry about that. Yeah. And then creep was number six, but we never got to number four. So here is number six. <laughs> Here's uh -huh. the next friggin' one. Okay. All right? Okay. The one I skipped, it was number four, but we went by, right by it. Okay. All right, here's number four. Got it. DJ Steve, what's the name of the song? Oh, are you too brain locking up, DJ Steve? No. Come on. Oh, Hurry, God. please. I'm brain, brain damaging here. And, and I know I know it. Um... Saw that thinking about murder. Right. Uh, and the Cradle Rock. Ah, I was... That is the name of the song, and who is the band? Van Halen. That's correct. Wow, that hurt. Oh, I thought that <laughs> was painful. <laughs> painful for me, too. I was excited. I thought I was going to get wow. to steal it. And our listener. I was sure. <laughs> I was sure I was going to get to steal it. Wow, I had total brain freeze. <laughs> Right, so Steve, you got two points uh, for uh, now. You're at seven, dude. Okay. <laughs> oh, shut up. What in that one? Ooh. Yes. All right. This was released in April of 1980 from the Women and Children First album. The song we get, the, that that riff you just heard at the beginning of that. I'm gonna play that again. This thing right here. Seen Junior's grades. All right, so this actually kind of surprised me. So that sound, it sounds like a guitar, but in fact, it's actually a flanger-affected Wurlitzer electric piano played through Eddie Van Halen's 1960s model 100-watt Marshall Plexi amplifier. Yes, it was. That was a keyboard. It wasn't an, uh, a guitar. Eric Carr, Eric Carr of Kiss played in the Cradle Will Rock uh, as an audition with uh, also with You Really Got Me as part of his audition tape, which successfully led him to becoming the new drummer of Kiss. I didn't know that. Yeah. No, I didn't know that either. Wow. Have to be cool. confused with uh, Goat Child on bass. <laughs> he came in three years after uh, uh -huh. after uh, Eric Carmen. Uh -huh. Eric, what's the name? Eric, Eric Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> Rock on, baby. Steve with seven points. Where'd it go, DJ? Oh. Thank you. It's 95.3 FM, WMNH, Van Halen, and the Cradle Will Rock. Retro Spectrum Radio with Polly C. On your Friday evening or wherever it is you are, good day. Mm. Mm. Rock on. Rock on. All right. Very good, Steve. Steve at seven, Matt at zero. Me too. Ooh. Let's go on to the next one. Okay. I think we're on track now. We're at number seven. Okay. Here's the riff. Good luck to both of you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Ooh, am I going to get another point? Oh, I love it. I feel it. I know it. Wow. I'm trying to play the rest of it in my mind. Same here. Can we hear it again? Of course. I will play it for you two more times, fellas. Okay. Here's the second time. I definitely know it. But. Yeah. Mm. Mid-80s. Mm-hmm. Sounds like it. I can give you a hint. Please. Mid-80s. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. It was released in June of 1988, and the album it was on was called Small World. That's all you're getting, boys. I want to win. I'll play it one final time. Here it is. All right, so let's break it down. In that riff, you heard horns, you heard a guitar, and you heard keyboards, like organ keyboards. Who was doing that in the mid-'80s? Uh, I can think of someone. Well, don't name the band or the person, because <laughs> you automatically lose two points you do that. I know. I'm just saying. I can think of someone. All right. Steve, any ideas? I can't play it anymore. Nope. All right. I bet it's the person I'm thinking of, too, but I, I can't get the... Well, the, I mean, I guess you could guess. Uh, give the band a shout-out now if you want. To. Oh, can't... Is, is it Steve Winwood? No. Okay. Mm. That's a good guess, though. Who is this? Oh, now it's getting really familiar. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good grief. Him. Huey. Huey, yeah. This is one of those songs that was a big hit at the time, but no one remembers it now. Yeah. yeah. Us, apparently. You remember the music video? The video featured the band playing on a stage in a garbage dump with various pieces of garbage flying in the air and yeah. hitting various members of the band. And throughout the video, Huey Lewis dances and strolls through a pathway as work is being done by these enormous huge plows and garbage trucks that you see at the dump right behind him doing you know just doing their jobs and at the end of the video the band is seen posting uh posing by more garbage and it was uh received heavy rotation on mtv and peaked at number three on the top 20 video countdown really So, yeah, there's that. Man, I like that video. I remember seeing it. And I was thinking about how really surreal that was. I mean, you're seeing these guys performing as if they're performing in somebody's backyard or at a concert. Yeah. But they're in a, like, I think it was like a dump somewhere in Los Angeles or something. Huh. It's just mountains and acres of garbage. Yeah. And these enormous, huge earth movers, like, plowing it all around. Yeah. And gulls and everything. And this guy, and Huey was saying this is the best video. He, this is his most favorite video we ever shot. Yeah. He was free to do whatever he wanted. There were no directors there giving him a hard time. Really? And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's do number eight. Okay. So who got that one? Me. You. All right. I got three points now, DJ Steve. Mm-hmm. All right. Matt, you have zero. Mm -hmm. Let's get this going, buddy. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> you know this one. I'm ready. I, I know you do. Matt's going to get this one. Oh, good. Good luck, Steve. I, I don't want to be okay. shut out. Here you go. Here it comes. Okay. 
Got it. Ooh. Wow. What's the name of the song? My favorite song by this artist, uh, Flesh for Fantasy. And who yeah. is the artist? Billy Idol. Perfect. You got that right. My God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like being at zero. Yes. So you get two points. All right, we got to move this last one along really All fast. Right. Here is the last one. If you get this right, fellas, your points uh, will uh, quadruple from what you have right now. And uh, good luck to both of you. Here it is. Got it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what is the name of that song? Dr. Love. Or calling Dr. Love. And who is the artist? Kiss. Yeah. You saved yourself at the last second there, brother. Wow. Dr. Love. Come up from the depths. <laughs> well, that's, that's the ultimate softball for me. Well, unfortunately, you only got uh, a total of six points. Yeah. And DJ Steve wins with seven points this week. Well, at least it, it ended what? close, though. Yeah. This is good. This is nice. Yes. Tremendous effort. Oh, I thought he took it. And congrats. No, no, you still oh. won. But that's okay. There's always next week. Yes, there is. Yeah. Shall we get back to the rock and roll? Yes. I've got another great set of long lost rock tunes here. You guys remember this one? It's a ECDC at 95.3 mm-hmm. FM, WMNH Retrospectrum Radio. It is a rock and roll damnation.
Okay, Eunice Travel Plans, I need to be in New York on Monday, LA on Tuesday, New York on Wednesday, LA on Thursday, New York on Friday. Got it? Got it. Got it. So you want to work here? What really makes you think you deserve a job here? Well, sir, I think on my feet I'm good to figures and have a sharp mind. Excellent. Can you start on Monday? Yes, sir, absolutely, without hesitation. Congratulations, welcome aboard. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And in conclusion, Jim, Bill, Bob, Call, Fred, Low, Dork, Ava, and Ted. Business is business, and as we all know, in order to get something done, you got to do something. In order to do something, we got to get to work, so let's get to work. Thank you for taking me. Pete, you did a bang-up job. I'm putting you in charge of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. I know it's perfect, Peter. That's why I picked Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's perfect. Peter, may I call you Pete? Call me Pete. Pete. Congratulations on your deal in Denver, Dave. I'm putting you down to deal with Dallas. Don, is it a deal? Do we have a deal with Dick? Dick, what's the deal with the deal? Are we dealing? We're dealing. Dave, it's a deal with Don, Dork, and Dick. Dork, it's a deal with Dave, Dick, and Dave. Don, it's a Dork with Dick, Dave, and Dick. Gotta go, Dave. Disconnecting. Gotta go, Dick. Disconnecting. Gotta go, Dad. Disconnecting. Federal Express. When it absolutely, positively has to be there overnight. Baby Bumble and the Stingers, Martha Hooper, Rachel Singers, Lonnie Mac, a twang and Eddie Hisman, ring, we're going steady, take it easy, take me high, lie, lie, how's a fire? Locomotion, poco passion, deeper purple satisfaction, baby, baby, got it, got it, give me, give me, getting hotter, Sammy's cooking, Leslie Cora, Richie Valens, end of story. My Vista Fuji, I'm a Kama Sutra, Rama Lama, Richard Perry, Spectre Barry, Righteous Archers, Nielsen, Harry, Shimmy, Jimmy, Coco Poppin', Fats is back and finger poppin'. Life is a rock, but the radio gold me.
pretzels are making me thirsty. Come on down to the Hop Knot at 1000 Elm Street, Manchester's premier craft beer and gourmet pretzel bar. Tell us more, Trudy. We make our dough fresh every day. We make a variety of styles of pretzels and serve craft beer, cocktails, and a few bottles of wine. We do the traditional pretzel, and we have multiple flavors for that. We also do stuffed pretzels, pretzel sandwiches, free dessert pretzels, and pretzel knots. The Hop Knot in the Brady Sullivan Plaza at 1000 Elm Street. Bring your kitchen to life with Queen City Cabinetry. Located at 87 Elm Street in the historic Sunbeam Mall in Manchester. Open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. and Saturdays, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. They can be reached at 603-222-2007 or on the web at queencitycabinetrynh.com. Come see the possibilities. Queen City Cabinetry, another proud sponsor of WMNH. Diz's Cafe is the place to put a smile on your face. Judy and the crew will take care of you. Bring your appetite and treat your taste buds right. Diz's Cafe is always a winning choice. Breakfast, lunch, or supper. Diz's Cafe at 860 Elm Street in downtown Manchester. Dine in, take out, or make a reservation. Call 603 606 2532. Eat, drink, and be happy. Diz's Cafe. Clementos, Clementos Pizzeria. Family friendly, awesome for a date night. Clementos, Clementos Pizzeria. For delivery, call 603 782 8450. Clementos Pizzeria, the best pizza in They serve all your business needs, including employee benefits planning, corporate design and business administration, investments and wealth management, and customized business insurance solutions. Their phone number is 866-841-4600 or on the web at cgibusinesssolutions.com.
You're listening to Retro Spectrum Radio on 95.3 WMNH, Manchester.
chocolate bar. I got a quarter. I got a rock.
chew on that. 95.3 FM, WMNH, WMNHradio.org. It's Retro Spectrum Radio with Polly C. On your uh, chilling Friday evening. It's really chilly out there. <laughs> and freezing. Mm-hmm. We're chilling inside, but it's really chilly outside tonight. Below freezing temps out there. But that's not stopping the uh, crowd. We have the Trans-Siberian Orchestra performing here live in Manchester as we speak. And I think they're actually getting out in a few minutes. Or they just did. Uh, the security dude downstairs uh, told me that uh, it's getting out at 10. And it's just a few minutes past 10. Uh, that's good. I'd rather it get out at 10 than get out at 11. Right. Yeah. Same here. Because you know we get out of here like in an hour and a half or so from now. So the crowd should be nice and thinned out by then. Yes. So Hopefully. we don't have to shuffle around. Yes. And uh, you know that draws a huge crowd. The traffic was insane on the highway. It was like uh, Woodstock <laughs> on, oh. gra- on Granite Street only. But it was like Woodstock. <laughs> <laughs> right. The New York State Gr- Thruway is shut down. Granite Street looked like Woodstock, but that was it. All the surrounding other streets were fine. Yes, <laughs> but Granite Street looked like Woodstock. Right. It was Granite <laughs> Street stock. <laughs> it was Grant stock. Way at the top right. of the uh, show this evening when we started at 8 p.m. here Eastern Time, we heard a parody of uh, the uh, Black Friday because that's what we're on today, Black Friday here in the States, uh, the most wonderful day of the year. <laughs> <laughs> then we heard a phenomenal mashup, I mean, just phenomenal, by the legendary DJ Schmoli out in um, uh, Austria, Rock of Ages. That, that We've played that before. Yes. I remember the last time, or one of the last times we played that a couple years ago, Dan was here, and he we, we wrote a list of all the bands that he was mashing as the song was playing. And, it, and the list was ridiculous. There was like 25, 30 different bands. And that's just a phenomenal feat right there. It certainly To mash is. up 27, 28 songs. Not to mention the editing Oh, jeez. Oh, well, that's part of, part of the mashing. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, that rock with you that you heard tonight was edited by my, myself. Yes. An exclusive mm-hmm. retrospection radio version of yeah. Rock With You. An exclusive remix. Right. That was called the Laidback Syntamix. That's a good one. Yes. And uh, it took me three hours to make that, Dan. Three hours. Dan likes to keep track of how long it takes me to edit stuff. So there you go, Dan. I'm sure he's listening tonight. Dan of uh, Dan Randall and the Randlets? That's him. Dan from Dan Randall and the Randlets. He likes to keep track of how long it takes you to edit stuff? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Like, I'll play something here for Steve, and Dan used to go, how long did this one take you, Paul? Do you remember he used to do that? <laughs> yeah, yep. I totally mm-hmm. do now that you mention it. Right. Yep. Let's be quiet, Dan. Let's be quiet. What did you do today? <laughs> yeah, what songs did you remix, right. Dan? Yeah, what songs did you mash up this afternoon? <laughs> yeah, what playlist did you make? <laughs> Shame on you. And then we heard We Will Rock You by uh, EBN, the Emergency Broadcast Network from early 90s. Cool stuff. Mashing up uh, President Clinton and President Bush. We Will Rock You. <laughs> I thought it was cool. <laughs> it was interesting. And then we uh, started the music set when uh, Steve fired up Kendra and we uh, went... Floating in time. We actually heard uh, 1980s, 1984's I Want to Rock by Twisted Sister. <clears throat> Complete with the video that you would see on uh, 
on MTV with Niedermeyer from uh, Animal House. Matt, I have the nerve to slap your fat face. <laughs> oh, boy. Rock around the clock like you've never heard it before this evening. Mm. Uh, that was uh, the original press. Actually, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. They just transfer it into stereo from the original recording. And it's just phenomenal. And when I found this down in the, M uh, down in the archives of uh, WMNH, Matt, I couldn't believe it when I saw that it was like br like really new. It was next to stuff that was all dusty, but it was new. Yeah. It was still in a, in, a, in a shopping bag with the receipt in there. And I'm like, wow, look at that. The archives are always being provided with Where music. Where is it from? <laughs> I don't know. I, did, I, I didn't. The receipt, the name of the place was cut off. I think it was Caldor. Oh. <laughs> Leachman. Being provided with music. I don't know why that's so funny, but it is. I don't know. <laughs> and we thank the archives. <laughs> and whoever provides music to it. And, and by the way, man, just to lay off the Bud Light, you're better than that. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Pick up your uh. trash. <laughs> yeah, don't litter. Uh, rock around the clock. <laughs> Very inside. Very, if you don't get the joke, don't worry about it. <laughs> we think it's funny. <laughs> Rock around the clock. Bill Haley and his comments uh, from 1954. Then we heard uh, Loves Me Like a Rock. I hate you heard all the time by Paul Simon. For some reason, I just haven't heard that one in years. Loves Me Like a Rock. The devil would call his name. Which uh, Melanie is not buying it. No. Not buying what? That the devil would always call Paul Simon's name. She mentioned it earlier in the oh. Facebook chat. Yep. He's always rambling about the devil calling his name, and then she said he, she didn't believe him. Well, the thing is, I mean, Paul is such a common name. I think that was Art Garfunkel. Art that, Garfunkel uh, is That the Paul devil? was hearing. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Mm, could be. Garfunkel would call my name. It would make sense because yeah. Garfunkel had all that hair, the, the right. big afro to, to cover his horns. That's right. Right. And he was cloven hooved, a little trivia for you. Right. Kind of like uh, Goat Child mm -hmm. in Kiss circa 1988-89. Not like that at all. The Goat Child. Nope. <laughs> what was his name? Nope. Like Ace left and this guy came in and he wore like this Viking hat, but it was goat no. horns. Like the Ace curly left. ones. The curly ones. No. Like mountain goats. No. Ace left. <laughs> mountain goat. And boy. Vinnie Vincent came in. No, come on, man. You, you and Vinnie Vincent was the Egyptian king or something. The Ankh warrior, whatever. Right. I'm talking <laughs> about Goat Boy, though. No, there's no Goat, goat Child. Goat, goat Boy was a goat character. Goat Child. Goat Boy was a character played by the painfully unfunny Jim Brewer I think on Jim Saturday Brewer's Night Live. I think Jim I like Brewer's the... hilarious. You guys yeah. like Jim Brewer? Oh, yeah, yeah, but it's not Goat Boy that I'm talking him, about. I find him unbearable. I'm talking about Goat Child <laughs> from Kiss, 89-ish. So they weren't even in he makeup in 89. What would they be doing with a Goat Child? You don't need to have makeup on maybe, to have goat, uh, maybe, horns. Maybe there. backstage. I don't know. Yeah, like I said, he wore that Viking hat. It was like, you know, like, like, like. Like uh, Slash from Guns N' Roses wearing oh. that magician hat. You're thinking this of guy wore Viking oh. helmet with uh, goat horns. You're thinking of Motley Crue in that scene in the dirt. Where no, they have it's the, Kiss, where they man. Have the, the goat boy out back. It's goat child. Out in the dressing room. It's child, goat child. 
Uh, He's got the upside down t star on his T-shirt. Oh, that's that'd be satanic. Right. Well, it's a goat. What do that, you think? That's true. Goats are uh, yeah. demonic. They are. Go read the 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 uh, the Bible there in the hotel. Isn't there a song anyway. about that? Goats go to hell. I think so. Yeah. What time is it? <laughs> All right, we got four men. Uh, Rock and Roll Girls by John Fogarty from the album Center Field, March of 1985. Uh, rock, rock till you drop. Def Leppard. Now, that was back in the day when the band still had 10 arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, released in January of 1984. Uh, great tune. Yes. Good album, too. Yep. A lot oh. of hits from there. Uh, Photograph and uh, Rock of Ages. few others, right? Yeah, Photograph uh, was enormous. Mm -hmm. Massive hit. Right. I mean, they all were, actually. <laughs> Def Leppard had a lot of hits. Back yeah, it was... Um... Too late for love on that album. Yes. As well. Yes. Sing, sing me a bar. I don't remember that one. Too late. Oh yeah. Okay. Too, too late for love. I forgot about that one. Mm -hmm. That's a great tune, don't you think, Ron? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I played that one at the rink too. I don't remember that. It was beyond. I was done there, like '83 ish. I was already out of there. Because I was loves. like, I was too, you know, I was too old. It was square for a junior in high school to go roller skating. Sorry. Really? Like what? What was the like the like the junior high up to you know through your freshman year? I guess. Huh. I don't know. Back then, I th I'm sure time. I, I would go roller skating now. I'm 56. Hmm. Rock me, Amadeus. Now that that song was actually inspired by the movie Amadeus and had nothing to do with the movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then when you watch the video, if I'm not mistaken, though, when you saw the video on MTV, it would go back and forth from from uh, Falco dressed up as one of these, you know, Mozart dudes, uh, and then it would go to the movie and show movie clips, like it was promoted, like a lot of '80s videos did back then. And I swear mm -hmm. to God, it was showing the movie clips in uh, Falco's video, but the song was inspired and written a year after the movie came out. Inspired by and written after the movie came out. Mm. 1985, and then the song came out in 1986. And Falco released 21 versions of that song. Really? For real? Yeah. How's man. that even possible? And I saw the list, and I'm like, wow. I just, I'm playing this one. Thank you. The U.S. <laughs> edit, I think I picked. Wow. You, and it's three and a half minutes long. Uh, you Can't Kill Rock and Roll by Ozzy Osbourne from the album Diary of a Madman, uh, released in October of 81. And then we ended that first set with uh, AD 1928, the intro to Rockin' the Paradise by Styx. Uh, the side, uh, the B-side of that single back then was uh, Snowblind, which was another hit for them off that album. Uh, released in November of 1981. Then we went on to uh, Rock and Roll Damnation. By ACDC. Anybody want to take a stab on uh, what album that was from? ACDC? Rock and Roll Damnation. This is for uh, the win of uh, the, the Nine at Nine. This is the bonus. I have like a, a, a mental block where I can, I, I can almost, I was going to say, yeah. I, I can almost never remember what ACDC song is on what album. Sure. I got you. I understand that. At, at, least, at least from the, uh, from, uh, the early era. The Bond Scott the bon, years. The Bond Scott years. Yeah, I can never keep keep any of that straight. See, I'm better then without we heard... than... Sorry, Steve. It's all right. Life is, uh, Life is a Rock by Reunion. 
Rock the Casbah by The Clash. Rock and Robin. Rock and Robin by Michael Jackson. Rock with You by Michael Jackson. There's only one way to rock by Sammy. That's Rock and Roll by Sean Cassidy. And we ended it with a rock and roll fantasy by the Kinks. Let's keep it going right now. With a, I did David Essex, Michael Damien, and Def Leppard all together doing this song. Check it out. It's a retrospective radio with Polly C on 95.3 FM WMNH.
Big Balls.
get tough. And I know life sometimes can be a drag. But people, we have been given a gift. We have been given a road. And that road's name is Rock and Retro Spectrum Radio with Polly C. When you don't have a choice, it's really not that bad. <laughs> Stood there bowling, sweating in the sun, felt like a million. Felt like number one The height of summer I'd never felt that strong Like a rock I was 18 Didn't have a care Working for peanuts Not a dime to spare But I was leaning Solid everywhere Like a rock My hands were steady My eyes were clear and bright My walk had purpose My steps were quick and light And I held firm To what I felt was right Like a rock I was strong as I could be Like a rock Nothing ever got to me Like a rock I was something to see Like a rock And I stood arrow straight Unencumbered by the weight of all Hustlers and their schemes I stood proud, I stood tall High above it all I still believed in my dreams I 
sitting, I wonder sometimes where they've gone. And sometimes late at night, oh, when I'm bathed in the firelight, the moon comes calling a ghostly white. I recall, I recall, like a rock, standing arrow straight, like a rock, charging from the gate, like a rock, carrying the weight, like a rock. looked like he was asleep then he always looked like that as for me my nerves were as jagged as a toothache my eyes were sore from squinting against the sun and beads of sweat I was so jacked up I thought I could hear everything within a half mile radius and I could feel the enemy in the village up ahead I was peeking over the lip of a ditch that was half full of water. I hadn't moved in a half an hour, and I wondered if I'd live to see another day. And while I was lying there, three distinct memories drifted through my mind. I remembered everything about each one of them. They all had to do with times in the past when I was in serious trouble wondered if I'd get through it. Then my dad's face appeared, because he'd said the same thing to each incident when I asked him for help. He said, don't worry about it, son. You'll get through it okay. 
because you're a good person. You're going to amount to something. And I always did get through it. And then it occurred to me that I'd never thanked him for that. I'd never thanked him for saying that to me. Just then something flashed across my field of vision and I come back to the present real fast. I could see three VC up there in the village carrying automatic weapons. They disappeared into a hooch. I looked over at my good buddy Digger. He'd seen them too. The rest of the squad was flanked off to the right. The lieutenant gave me and Digger the high sign. We slithered over the lip of the ditch and started snaking through the seagrass toward the village. When we was about five yards away, we hugged the ground. We could hear him talking inside. Digger had that half smile on his face that he always had. I'd already jacked around into my sawed-off 12-gauge pump shotgun that I used for close-in fighting. Me and Digger looked at each other for a second, then we nodded, both jumped up at the same time and run for the hut. I dived through the window. Digger went through the door. There was five of them leaning against the wall. Digger opened fire first, stitched some holes in three of them that spouted blood. I did the fourth. The fifth one was too fast. He jumped up and fired point blank at Digger. Digger was jerked back like he was on the end of a rope and there was a hole in his chest the size of a baseball. I leveled my shotgun and fired, pumped and fired again. What had once been a VC disappeared from the waist up in an explosion of flesh and blood. Digger lying there looking up at the ceiling. I figured it was the last thing he's ever going to see. He still had that half smile on his face. His mouth is moving. I leaned down and put my ear to his lips and he whispered to me, Indiana. And his eyes rolled back in his head and he died. Just like that, the best friend I'd ever had in the world was gone. Then I heard the lieutenant out in front blowing his whistle and guys running around and mortar shells going off and automatic weapons firing and realized we'd been suckered into an ambush. I threw down my 12 gauge and unslung my volume at 223. I jacked in around and set her on full automatic. There was no way they was gonna get away with this. Just before I run through the door, I thought to myself, all right, all right. Let's rock and roll. About eight months later, I come back to the world. I landed in Seattle, took off from the airport without saying hello to the U.S. of A. or goodbye to the Army. I 
bought a little old pickup truck and drove the thousand miles down to the little town in California where I was born and grew up and married my high school sweetheart just after graduation. I kissed her hello. We hugged each other so tight we thought our bones would break. Then I took my little boy and we drove out to the desert to see my dad. It was a hot, dry morning. The sun was just coming up. We drove through the little desert town of about a thousand souls and turned off on the dirt road that led up to his house. I was determined to tell him how much his words had meant to me and how they'd saved my life. Rooster tail of dust billowed up behind us as we drove up the road and I could see a little old desert shack just nestled up there against the buttes. The sun was just starting to hit it. We pulled up, got out, and stopped. The door was hanging open on one hinge. All the windows is broke. Sand had drifted in and the lizard run out. My little boy found a family of mice living in the stuffing of my dad's favorite chair and was looking out over the long, empty desert. A neighbor come by and said that he died a couple months before. He just quit being the smiling, crusty old gent they all knew and loved and just give up. No one knew why. I started going through his stuff and found some things that reminded me of him. Like the time he took two days to build a kite and never did fly. Or the time he bandaged my knee and made me laugh while he was doing it. Or the time we sat side by side on the couch looking at a picture book of castles in England and he told me a little bit about each one of them. He loved them so. My little boy said, hey, Dad, what's this? And he, he handed me a crumpled up piece of paper. The mice had chewed some holes out of it. I uncrumpled it and had mimeographed words on it. It said, we regret to inform you in a mouse hole and then in action in the service of his country. Suddenly I knew why my dad had died. Those people in the government and the army hadn't managed to kill me, although they'd tried hard enough. Their stupid mistake had made my dad think that I had died. He'd failed in his dream for me. Suddenly life didn't seem worth living for him anymore, and he'd just give up. While I was standing there, I, I suddenly saw in my mind's eye who the real enemy was. These worthless little people in the government trying to intrude their useless ideas into the lives of decent people. I could see it happening. I picked up my little boy and held him close and looked out over the long, empty desert. And I thought to myself, 
All right. All right. Let's rock and roll. FM WMNH Retro Spectrum Radio with, with Polly C. And just like that, fellas, it's over. Another show in the books. No comment on that, Steve. Another good one. Well, wow, a real special one, though. Yes. Thank you. All right. What did we hear in that last set? Let's start at the top. So we heard Rock On. Originally by David Essex, released in the summer of 1973. Rock on. And then you heard it dubbed right into uh, Michael Damien's version from uh, March of 1989. Now, Michael Damien, of course, was uh, Danny Romilotti on uh, The Young and the Restless Man. Danny Romilotti. Yes. It's quite a name. And he was also a pop singer at the time. Never knew that. He put out uh, his version, which you heard in the middle of that song. And then we ended it with Def Leppard's version uh, from May of 2006. So it was it was like a Neapolitan version of uh, Rock On. <laughs> I always loved that song, by the way. I did too. I thought it was on. had a cool vibe cool to tune, it. Cool tune, right? Yeah. And then we heard uh, Rocket by Herbie Hancock, the uh, 30th anniversary mixed cut remix by uh, New Blends. Uh, from the album, of course, uh, Future Shock, and the most horrifying video in, in MTV history uh-huh. uh, by uh-huh. Herbie Hancock. Uh-huh. <laughs> Very frightening. Released in July of 83. Number one on the dance charts, number 71 on the Hot 100. Big jump there. Big difference. Yeah. People actually. like to dance to them. Apparently. But that was it. They didn't like to hear it in their radio. <laughs> <clears throat> the video well, freaked them out. Well, it is an instrumental, which is... Uh... Yeah. They were kind of on, instrumentals were on their way out in the mid eighties. Yeah. Huge in the fifties. Yep. Enormous in the sixties. Kind of slowed down a little bit in the seventies. Primarily television themes were the uh, the the, uh, the instrumentals of the seventies that made it big on the radio as well. But after that, right. it kind of like thinned out. Of course, you have your uh, your your Axel F's and your nineteens uh, by Hall Apart. Paul Hardcastle, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is not an instrumental, right? No, that's not really an instrumental. No, 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 19. Right. Uh, then we heard uh, Rocket Prime Jive by Queen from the album The Game, released in June of 1980. I played that to death when I was 13 years old. That song begins with Freddie Mercury singing the intro and then goes into the songwriter and the drummer for Queen's band. What's the name, DJ Steve? Roger Taylor. Yes, he was singing that song. Mm-hmm. Uh, God Gave Rock and Roll to You, too, by Kiss. Right. Uh, from the album Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, and uh, also from their own album, uh, Revenge. Mm-hmm. And, and when Gene Simmons of Kiss calls my show, he often quotes that song. That's right, he does. That's yep. his 
catchphrase. <laughs> like a Rock by Bob Seger from the album Like a Rock. Chevrolet originally wanted Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA for the ad, but when Bruce Springsteen declined, Like a Rock was chosen. General Motors credits Bob Seger for being responsible for selling millions of trucks for Chevrolet between 1991 and 2004 with that Like a Rock. That was huge. For them. And then we ended that with something uh, very near and dear to me, uh, near to me, near and dear to me, <laughs> and so forth. Let's say, listen, I've been up since 7.30 working. I did not have a day off today. Uh, Celestial Navigations. Let's rock and roll. Celestial Navigations was an American music and storytelling group with members Jeffrey Lewis, Jeffrey Levin, and Dave Campbell, Eric Zimmerman, Betty Ross, and uh, Chris Manny. Their performances consisted of Jeffrey Lewis telling stories while that music was playing in the background. Jeffrey Lewis was also Orville, Clint Eastwood's sidekick in Every Which Way But Loose and Any Which Way You Can. Oh, really? And he's also the dad of actress Juliette Lewis. It's Jeffrey Lewis. Oh. All right, we are out of here. We're going to do this again next week. Check yeah. out the replay Wednesday. Y'all have a safe night. Lay off the Bud Lights. And throw out your trash. <laughs>